I want you to picture that you have three different kinds of rocks. One that's uh, a little rock like this, uh, a rock that's about the size of a bowling ball, and a rock the size of a mountain. In each case where the rock is used, they have similar qualities. Each rock is strong, I can't break it, it's hard, uh, and it's, uh, it's, it's hard to break. It's just if I had to do that, I just I couldn't do that. Each rock has a different purpose. You know, a small rock like this uh, is a rock that I just picked up off the road. It's a rock that you could use if you're gonna gravel your parking lot. Uh, this particular rock is flat. I bet I could skip it across the water, which is something that I love to do. And uh, Or you could use it for, David used it as a weapon in his sling in the Bible when David fought Goliath. A medium-sized rock, the rock the size of a bowling ball, you could use it for decor in your garden, like for a border. Or if it was big enough, you could use it for a boat or a dock anchor, which uh, at a camp I worked at, that's what was the anchor for the dock, was this great big rock that had a rope around it. The largest rock would obviously be a mountain, and you could use, that's used for climbing. Or if you're in a storm, uh, flash floods coming through, that's where you'd want to go for safety. But how well would a little rock like this work if you're going to use it for a boat anchor? Probably wouldn't do any good. Or if you're going to stick a mountain in your parking lot. That wouldn't work either. Each rock has its own unique uh, characteristics or special thing that it's used for. Nothing's wrong with them, but what you really need is the right rock for the job. And that's what we're going to be looking at today a little bit, is the right rock for the job. When uh, you're going through trials of your life, you have to turn somewhere. And where you turn is your rock. You need the right rock to turn to. We're going to be in 1 Samuel chapter 1 and a couple verses of 1 uh, Samuel chapter 2 to see where Hannah turned uh, when she was going through a tough time. And it's a familiar story. Hannah can't have a baby. And she prays and God eventually gives her her baby. And through it all, we find out that Hannah's rock was the Lord. And that's what I want to encourage you. You're going to go through tough times. You turn somewhere during those tough times and make sure that the Lord is the rock that you turn to. So first of all, is that we're going to be looking at is that we all have problems. We all go through tough times. Obviously, you, you go through tough times. That's nothing new. Hannah went through a tough time. First Samuel chapter 1 verses 5 through 8. It says, uh, but to Hannah he gave a double portion because he loved her, and the Lord had closed her womb. And because the Lord had closed her womb, her rival kept provoking her to irritate her. This went on year after year. Whenever Hannah went up to the house of the Lord, her rival provoked her till she wept and would not eat. Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Hannah, why are you weeping? Why don't you eat? Why are you downhearted? Don't I mean more to you than ten sons? Hannah had a couple problems. Hannah's first problem was the fact that she was barren. That means she couldn't have kids. Now obviously that's something she cannot control. You can't control if your body's going to produce a baby or not. Uh, and in our culture, it's not that big a deal. At least as far as I know. Uh, if a woman can't have a baby, we, we feel sorry for her. But we don't look at it as if it's her fault or if it's something to be ashamed of. We just we feel bad and we, we try to be a support to them and move on from there. In that culture, if you couldn't have a baby, it was a big deal. You were looked on as inferior. Uh, you looked on as more of your life was worthless. Um, it was it was just a bad, it was a misfortune because you could have passed down the family name 
or the heritage or the religion that you had. And so it was, and there wasn't a lot of things women could do besides be a mother. And so in that culture, it was terrible. You think back to uh, Jacob who married a gal named Rachel. And when Rachel couldn't have children in uh, Genesis chapter 30 verses 1 and 2, I want to read to you how she felt about this. When Rachel saw that she was not bearing Jacob any children, she became jealous of her sister. So she said to Jacob, give me children or I'll die. That's pretty strong words. Jacob became angry with her and said, am I in the place of God who has kept you from having children? He says, obviously you can't. I mean, he's got other wives and other kids, so he knows the problem's not his, but he's not blaming her for it either. He just says, God's allowed some people to and some people not. So it was a big deal in that culture, and it was something that Hannah struggled with mightily, the fact that she could not have kids. To make matters worse, Hannah had another problem. She had a rival uh, that kept provoking her, kept needling her, kept uh, pushing her buttons. She didn't want to say how to get underneath Hannah's skin, and just kept irritating her and hurting her with these little jabs that she just knew how to say the right things. I think you could all you can make up your own example of how she could just work in a certain way, how she was pregnant or how she was feeling, and, and Hannah wouldn't even know what that was like because she never had a kid. And it hurt Hannah deeply. Hannah had a problem. And it says in verse 8, it caused her to break down in tears because it meant that much to her. Hannah had a problem. Guess what? You have a problem too. Or, or more than one. I have problems. <laughs> one of my problems is that uh, I, I worry. I, I have concern. You know, my wife, Leslie, I worry about her. She has MS. I wonder, how is she going to handle the heat? How is she going to get by day to day? She, at times, she, she does really well. At other times, she struggles, and I have a concern for her. I have concerns for myself. Uh, when I put a sermon together, I have concerns. Now this may sound kind of funny to you because I've been putting sermons together for three and a half years almost solid. But sometimes I get into this feeling of, I did it last week, but can I do it again? That's why I have this concern. Just like in general, you know, kids going to school, uh, how the car is going to run on vacation. There's just all sorts of things that I can find to be concerned and worried about. You have problems as well, I know. You know what your problems are. It might be worry. You worry about your work, you worry about your health, you worry about your family. Kids are going out to college for the first time. How are they going to do with the classes uh, at school this year? Am I going to catch the virus? We all have worries. Maybe your problems are you have a decision you need to make and you don't know what to make. Or maybe it's just something as simple as my equipment is not working. I have to bail my hay, I have to drive my car, I have to make my computer work and it just isn't working. That's a problem in my life. Whatever your problem is, you know what it is. Uh, and you know you don't like it. And you know at some point, you have to deal with it. You have to solve or deal with your problem. Hannah dealt with her problem. <clears throat> it says in, in verses 9 and 10, it says, Once when they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh, Hannah stood up. Now Eli the priest was sitting on a chair by the doorpost of the Lord's temple. In bitterness of soul, Hannah wept much and prayed to the Lord. Hannah had an issue she couldn't deal with. She was barren. She could not have kids. And she went to the Lord. Now think about what could Hannah have done? Obviously she can't make herself pregnant. 
that's a man and a woman thing, her by herself. If God doesn't allow it to happen, it's not going to happen. So what could she have done? Well, Hannah could have said, I give up on God and I'm never going to pray about this again. Just God's out there, sure. I want nothing to do with him. Hannah could have taken her own life or she could have just run away from her problem. Uh, Hannah could have hurt her competition. She could have retaliated. She could have got revenge. And a lot of people would have said it was justified. Hannah could have complained to Eli. She could have walked up to him and said, Look, buddy, this isn't fair. Talk to God on my behalf and make this happen. But Hannah didn't do any of those things. Hannah chose to pray. And then when uh, God gave her, said he would give her a son in verse 11, or she prayed to the Lord in verse 11, he made a, she made a vow saying, O Lord Almighty, if you will only look upon your servant's misery and remember me and not forget your servant but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life and no razor will ever be used on his head. She went to the extent of, if you give him to me, I promise I'm going to give him right back to you. Now to me, I look and say, that's a crazy thing to do. You, you just ask God for something that special that you want that much and you turn around and say, I'm just going to give it back to God. But that's what Hannah did. Now this isn't about what Hannah, what she prayed or, or what she vowed. But the point I want to prove is that when Hannah had a problem, she went to the Lord. All sorts of other options. She says, no, I'm going to the Lord. When you face those tough times in your life, you turn somewhere. I don't know where you turn to. Um, in my life, I've turned to several different places. When I was a kid and I had trouble, I turned to the TV. You know, think I was a kid who had a book report due and waited till the night before it was due because I just kept ignoring my problem. And I just watched TV and I put it off and I put it off. As If I wasn't doing that, I would go immediately to my twin brother, Ben, and I'd ask him, what do you think I should do? I remember the last time I did that was, uh, I was about 18, and I said, who should I vote for? That's how bad I was. What should I do? And my brother said, I'm not telling you who to vote for. And he said, you got to do your own research and figure it out for yourself. Uh, sometimes though, uh, and, and since that point I've, I don't know, I've developed new ways of, of seeking help for things. I would. I would rely more on myself and say, okay, I gotta just work harder. If I had a problem, I gotta spend more time on this. I gotta work harder. Um, I'd have to come up with backup plans in order to, to be able to help myself out. I wish I could tell you that I always did the right thing and went directly to the Lord the first time. Most of the time I do that, but I don't always do that. Uh, oftentimes I find myself doing whatever I can first before I go to the Lord. God should be my first option, not my second option, not my third option, not my last option. God should be my first option. Where do you turn for your problems? Maybe, you're, maybe you get it right just about every time. You go to the Lord the first time. You go to Him first and you completely trust Him. Kudos to you, and I'm serious, because that is the best thing to do. Uh, maybe you just like me, you try harder. You feel like I got brains, I can figure this out. I got skills, I know I can fig I can do this. Or I got money, I can solve my issue. Uh, maybe go to other people. You have a trusted friend or a spouse who you feel like is never going to let you down. Maybe that's what you choose. Or maybe you try to do what some people do, they just try to hide from their problem. I told you as a kid, I used to hide from my problems with the TV. Click. 
click, click. Some people turn to alcohol or some other kind of drug to hide from their problem. I even know people who just sleep. I, they're overwhelmed by their problems. They don't do anything about them. They just sleep nonstop uh, so they don't have to deal with them. So recap so far is we all have problems. Recap number two is we all have a way of dealing with our problems because it, we, we, we can't just, they're always going to be there. We gotta, we gotta do something with them. And what I want to encourage you is point number three is to be determined to make God that rock that you turn to because whatever you turn to is your rock. It could be the, the, the little rock and the storm, like it could be the, the, the bowling ball sized rock or it can be the mountain sized rock. When that storm comes, make God your rock. Don't rely or take waste your time with anything else. Make God your rock first and foremost. And that's what Hannah did. In 1 Samuel chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, it says, Then Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord, and the Lord my horn is lifted up, or lifted high. My mouth boasts over my enemies, for I delight in your deliverance. There is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one like uh, besides you. There is no rock like our God. Hannah turned to her God, her rock, when she had problems. I already mentioned the, the kind of options that Hannah had. All the little rocks that she could have turned to. Um, you know, she could have given up on God and never prayed. But had she done that, she would have died a bitter old woman. Feeling like life is unfair, there's nothing I can do about this. And she just would have been bitter her whole life. She could have ended her life, but then she would be dead. Yes, she would have ended her, her heartache, but she would be somewhere she does not want to be. She could have hurt her competition. She could have got revenge. This woman's picking on me, I'm gonna body slam her. I'm gonna poison her food. I'm gonna, I'm gonna slander her name across the country. And she would have felt good for a moment. But eventually she's going to have to apologize. She's not gonna look good in God's eyes. Her husband's going to be disappointed with her. Uh, she could have went and got sympathy from Eli. She could have explained her whole life situation her misery, her story to Eli, she could have got sympathy and felt good for a time, but that wouldn't have solved her problem. She would still have this issue, this underlying issue of, of not being able to have a kid and how do I really deal with this? Because getting sympathy from somebody isn't dealing with your problem, it's just making you feel better. Any option she would have chosen of those four would have been choosing this instead of the mountain in the middle of a, a storm, at the flash flood, when life's miseries come, you don't want this. You want a mountain to rely on, to, to go to. In your life, you're going to face tough times. Maybe you're going through one right now. As I'm talking about this, you're thinking about this problem and that problem that you've been trying to deal with or that you're trying to ignore, or that you know is coming just around the corner. And if you have no problems in your life right now, you know one is going to come. Because that's the way life works. You get done with one problem, here comes another problem. It's a different, it's the same story, second verse, third verse, but it's still a problem. You're going to face problems. And when you have problems, you're going to have to deal with them one way or another. But I want you to be determined to turn to God as your rock. Don't turn to an addiction. Don't turn to a person. Don't turn to uh, 
yourself, anything else before you turn to God for help to get you through your problems. Hannah made God the Lord her rock and he got her through the storms. Now, I, I, I would like to tell you that just, you know, Hannah had everything work out for her. And I would like to tell you that everything's going to work out perfectly for you in your life storms. That you're going to get your job back. That you're going to have your kid come home. That you're, you're going to be safe from the virus. But I can't. I'm not in control of all that. God is. And I know that if you're going to make him your rock, no matter what happens, you're going to be in good, you're going to be in good hands. So be encouraged. Be challenged. Uh, that when you go through tough times, don't, don't give up your hands. Don't, don't throw it away. Don't run away from it. Don't choose something else to solve your problems. Go to the Lord and He's going to help you make it through the storms of your life. Make God your rock. Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you for your word. God, I thank you for Hannah. She was going through a tough time in life. She had no idea how it was going to turn out, but she turned to you anyway. And God, and you saw fit to bless her as she wanted it. And I know, God, that in our life, you will see fit to bless us as we need it. Thank you for being a strong, steady rock that we can turn to anytime throughout our lives. Thank you for being reliable, trustworthy, and someone that uh, we can put all our hope and confidence in. And I pray that you'd help us to do that. In Jesus' name, amen.